what I say? I, I, I work in the dark. I play games in the dark. I live in the dark, Mike. It's not a bird. It's not a plane. It's superhero slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's superhero slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week, we're comparing the DC Universe and Disney's upcoming play. Wink, wink. (laughs) You get it? You get it? Uh, We're going to take a look at Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Yeah, we had some weird Joker news this week, so we'll see how that how that landed yeah and then also i want to talk about uh this upcoming spider-man game and this photo mode and and some other stuff about that i'm really excited about this game mike i i just i've been thinking about it all i wish since it's a long weekend i wish it was like out this weekend. oh yeah i had i kept thinking that the whole time i was like they really lost uh they really lost a chance where people would just have this extra day to play the game it's just like i gotta wait until after labor day oh man yeah it's 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 it comes out such a weird time and more and more so uh, I think the first thing, first things first, Mike. I just want to thank everyone who signed up for our contest for you. Yeah. I just want to get this out of the way, uh, so we don't forget it. I think last time we did a giveaway, we forgot until like the end or the next week. So was <laughs> giving it out of the way. We have picked our winners already. Yeah, and patience for those that realized I tweeted the wrong date when we announced the winners. <laughs> Not October second. Yeah, Today. that was that was beautiful. That you I can't got. edit your tweets. Yeah, someone someone called you out on that, and that was I just loved it. I just loved it. <laughs> um, but first and foremost, uh, thanks for everyone who signed up. Again, we will never sell spam or do anything with your email address, so your safety is our first priority. Uh, but secondly, uh, we're going to give you some free stuff. So I have this Target Avengers Infinity War 4K set with a book and everything. It's beautiful. And we're going to give it away to, we don't have their name, but we have their handle, Kid Electro. Yeah, congratulations on yes. the 4K Infinity War Blu-ray. I can't even, I, I couldn't even use, I couldn't even use all of it if I wanted to. My TV's not 4K, but I think you can still play it no matter what. You so. could like watch like a quarter of it, at, like a quarter of the screen <laughs> at the time. You're just going to have to evolve to 4K eyes. Yeah, yeah. Or buy multiple lower res televisions and put them in a square. <laughs> hey, that's not a bad idea. It's it's an idea. It's an idea. Go to, go to your local thrift shop and just get a bunch of those tube TVs and just stack them on top of each other. You're going to need a lot of tube TVs, but, <laughs> but you're there. So thank you, Kid Electro. You won the 4K Infinity War. Second place, uh, the 10-inch Thanos goes to a Josh Nuzzy. Hey, so. I know that kid. Uh, we went to high school together, so I'm glad he's out there listening to the show. Josh, that yep. Thanos, it's for you. Be careful yep. with it, though. He's dangerous. Yeah, he's he's got the glove on. He's got the glo- he's got all the stones. This is the worst case in- scenario right here. <laughs> this is not the end game. Uh, so I'll be emailing you guys to get that. Oh wait, we have a third winner. Whoa! Like, I went ahead. Out of nowhere, we thought it was just two. Oh, we got you good, you sons of guns. Uh, Jacob Henshaw will be winning a Deadpool Q fig in his X Force outfit, and uh, he's kind of like going away from an explosion. Oh, we with some swords out. So Q figs uh, are so cool. I didn't know Q figs existed until I was at Comic Con this year, and I was like walking through their booth. And, like, I, I'm pretty picky when it comes to figures. I don't really have a whole lot of pops or dorbs or whatever you call those things. But Q-Figs are actually really cool. They're almost like little mini statues where they configure, like, a character and, like, a pose and stuff. It's really cool. And I specifically remember seeing this Deadpool one at Comic-Con. And it's pretty sweet. So that's that's a cool one. Yeah, yeah, it, it is cool. I, I had a Doctor Strange. I might still have it somewhere. 
uh, I'm surrounding in uh, figures. Um, but uh, the Deadpool Q fig is to celebrate Deadpool 2 coming out on, on Blu-ray as well. Uh, so congratulations, Kid Electro, Josh, and Jacob. We will be emailing you for your addresses or... Uh, you know, you'll message us either one. One of those will happen. So we'll get those to you. And I'll be shipping those out within the next couple weeks. So again, thank you for signing up and and winning big on Superhero Slate. Woo, big winners. Um, the next thing I want to talk about, Mike, and 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 we're kind of gonna wing this is actually Spider-Man PS4 yet again already. Uh, I've been thinking about it so much this weekend. I went ahead and reconfigured my own personal Twitch account to get ready for a Superhero Slate stream. Of, of Spider-Man. Yeah, There's a lot that's of S's right. in there. We're going to dip our toes into what all the kids already know how to do, and we're going to figure out how it all works. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like we're going to just uh, 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 shoot from the yep. uh, shoot from the waist and see how it goes. So make sure you follow Chris and I on Twitter, and I'm sure we'll retweet it through the Superhero Slate Twitter account. So at some point over the weekend, coming weekend, uh, we're going to be playing Spider-Man, and we're going to be streaming it. So if you want to tune in and kind of hear our direct thoughts. But either way, if you happen to miss the stream, uh, I I don't know the technology off the top of my head, but I believe it archives somewhere. So you could theoretically watch it there. And also, we're going to talk about our initial impressions on the show next week, too. So Spider-Man PS4. This is a biggie. Yep, it is. And what I really want to do is, like, I don't want you guys to worry that I'm not going to spoil the story for Spider-Man in this. Like, I don't want you guys to watch me play the campaign in, like, a speed run or anything like that. I want your guys' input. If you don't have, if you're not going to be able to watch, but you want me to do something in the game or try something out, you know, message us, add us, whatever you want to do, and I will try to implement that in the stream as well so you guys can see what the Spider-Man's like. Because... I mean, in this generation, you know, when it was early on, you either pick one or the other, Mike. You don't get a chance to get all of them. And uh, <laughs> we, we both happen to have PlayStation, so that kind of worked out for us. So um, I'm really excited for this. Uh, if anyone has any streaming tips or tricks, please let us know. Yeah, we, we don't very, know what we're doing. Well, Chris kind of knows what he's doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. I have the illusion of what of knowing what I'm doing, Mike. That's it. It just looks pretty. So That's basically adulthood. It's just the illusion of knowing what you're doing. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's exactly what it is. And that's, that's exactly what I've been doing this weekend is... Walking around Ikea in my house and pretending I know what I'm doing is like patch up and, and render stuff uh, finished. Because we've owned our house for a year. I don't know if you've known this. Uh, we've been in here one year on Friday. so Wow, congratulations. Thank you. And uh, stuff is still not done. It's a never-ending project. <laughs> but uh, just move, just one step one step closer at a time. Like I said, I got a, I got a lamp from Ikea that has a wireless charging station in it. And I just think that's the coolest. So, I don't know. Anyway, Mike, what have you been up to this weekend? I, I haven't heard... A lot of you. You've been busy. Probably. My, my weekend was a little bit of a whirlwind. It started off uh, fresh and angry on a Friday morning as I uh, left m- the garage of my apartment to see that somebody stole the front wheel of my bike. So that was uh, really frustrating. And it's just, it's super annoying because uh, I'm not a huge, like, uh, cyclist or anything like that. I bought this bike, ran- not randomly, but just just off the cuff kind of on Amazon like six years ago. The the bike's like super heavy. Like the nicer bikes are really light. You can like hold with one hand. This thing is like a beast. Like it's just slapped together. It's like super dirty. Like, like and I kind of liked it that way because I knew no one would want to steal it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what ended up happening was after I, 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 after I just crawled and analyzed all the security footage, which was painstaking videos <laughs> on this archaic software, I honestly just got lucky that I found found the dude. Uh, we have this we have this loophole in the security system at our uh, at our building where you can kind of get into the apartment 
uh, garage, if you kind of climb this gate and you fit through this gap, like it's really amazing. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, uh, it, you can see that I saved it in one of my Instagram stories in my profile. It's just titled Thief. So you can head over there and I kind of chronicled the whole beginning to end of uh, finding my bike wheel stolen, uh, catching the criminal on the security footage. Oh, and then luckily friend of the show, Quentin Parker and our friend Javi, who are actually really big cyclists. They ride their bikes all over Los Angeles all the time. Uh, they have they, they have like 20 bikes between the two of them and they just had like a bunch of spare parts laying around. So <laughs> they gave me a free wheel. Uh, they gave me a free tire. They put it all together for me. And if I, if I would have even been able to bring my bike over to their place i'm sure they would have tuned it up for free so it's good to have good friends when uh when i quote unquote tragedy strikes it's not really a tragedy like because even if he tried to resell the wheel he's not even gonna get 10 bucks out of it it's not even worth anything and um big shout out to kryptonite locks i actually did have a, a lock on my bike which is why he couldn't steal the whole bike which is what he tried to do because i found a broken off drill bit inside of the lock uh so like kryptonite locks man freaking busting drill bits so were, that's uh, that's awesome my question is were there more than one was there more than one bike there or, and, and he just went for your specifically uh so the our our building is relatively small with a tenant so there's not a whole lot of cyclists there probably people with nicer bikes are smarter than me and leave it inside of their uh inside of their place uh, i'll just leave mine in the bike rack because it's just like a dirty grungy bike and i didn't care so his consolation prize was just to take the the front tire of the the nicest looking bike all the other ones are just kind of like these mm. dusty kind of beach cruisers that don't really get ridden so uh pretty hilarious i'm gonna see if i can get maybe a higher quality screenshot of the person's face but it's not like we're we're running like uh, scarlet red cameras in the garage. Like there's only so much you can do with security footage. So that was my weekend trying to to catch a criminal. I felt like a real a real detective. So uh, if if you catch me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram, go check out my Instagram story thief, and you can see this crazy. It's like Spider Man viral marketing man. The way he got into this garage, it's crazy. It was pretty hilarious. So. At least I got a somewhat interesting story out of the whole ordeal. So, uh, but, yeah, that's well, my weekend, buddy. Uh, I guess did you? So you've got a new tire already? Or are you just gonna ride? Oh yeah, my, for a while? my bike. My bike is riding. I was. I, I rode down the street. Uh, I am triumphant. I am back on my wheels. You can't stop me. You now, can't stop me. I don't know if you listen to the podcast, Thief, but you can't stop me. Now, my question is, do, insurance doesn't cover this, do they? I mean, not for uh, like a $20 I have no, I have no idea. If if he would have stolen the whole bike or if theoretically he would have like smashed the window of my car, which he theoretically could have done because it's not parked too far away from the bike, I may have gone the extra lengths, but like – who do I file a police report? Do I try to see if my renter's is, insurance will cover this? Is the, the wheel is like nothing. Like, well, you, I mean, is the apartment at fault for this for not having the security thing? I don't know. I, I'm not trying to instigate anything. I'm just curious because I've, I've never had a bike stolen. Again, you may remember me talking about my drone getting stolen out of my car. But oh yeah, that's bikes. right. Now, now, are you locking your bike up any differently? And uh, well, I did bring the bike into the garage. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm definitely not gonna attach it to that bike rack anymore. Even after they fix the security flaw, I'm sure they'll weld something over that hole that he slipped through. But uh, yeah, I think I'm. I think there's like a there's like a nice stairwell uh, to the entrance of my place and. I think I might be able to lock the bike up there, but uh, I think I think things are all good now. Okay, all right. Well, that's good. Safety first, Mike. Good, Safety. good end to the story. 
Uh, and we, the weekend's not even over, man. If you're if you're lucky enough to have the, yeah. the whole holiday weekend uh, full, I'm going to be playing some more Shovel Knight uh, today and tomorrow. So yeah. uh, if, you, if you can tell, the, the notes this week for our show is a little short. We actually have some really interesting topics that I'm really looking forward to get into. Uh, but we're, we're going to be diving deep. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to be diving deep for sure. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It, it's been a week, man. It's been a week. So... Let's get into these notes then. How about that? Let's just get yeah. into it. At the top What's of the, the what is the news? Chris? The news. Uh, so the first thing I want to talk about is the Joker, the upcoming Joker movie, uh, starring Joaquin Phoenix and I think director is Todd Phillips. Um, this is going into production very soon, actually. Mike, I, I, mm. I, we I mean we announced it, you know officially a couple weeks ago. Uh, production's coming up right around the corner, and to get ready for that, Joaquin Phoenix has apparently lost a ton of weight. <laughs> I always imagine kind of like a you know dad bod kind of guy, but man, he is looking <laughs> lanky and like kind of um. What, what I mean, how would you describe it? Like it looks like the Joker. The Joker's a small, scrawny he's a, he's dude. A, he is a slender man. Uh, no pun intended, because there's no pun there. But I don't think anyone anybody's ever been objective to the idea of Joaquin Phoenix being the Joker. I mean, mm-hmm. just looking at the guy, he looks like he'd be a great Joker. It almost looks like when when he's ever been CG modeled for a video game. I feel like a, a photo of Joaquin Phoenix may have come across that 3D modeler's uh, desk once or twice, even before he's ever been rumored for a movie. Uh, but the confusing part is just where does this Joker movie uh, reside in the what is it the worlds of DC? What are we calling this now? What uh, is this universe? Yeah, <laughs> we they don't call even... it worlds of DC. I think is yeah. what it was. Yeah, you know, is this a standalone movie? Is this weird? Is this a weird prequel? Is this just a weird kind of soliloquy, like a play that we're? It's, it's just like an experimental piece. We're not even supposed to attach it to anything. It's just like the old school back in the day. You're just gonna go watch this movie. You're going to be entertained, then you're going to leave, and it's not going to touch anything out there in the universe. I don't know, man. It's so weird. Well, the, the, again, what we do know is the plot is you know, very, very tightly knit. This is a Joker prequel uh, origin movie. Not a prequel, but an origin movie. So we're all leaning towards standalone um, rather than actually anything to do with um, – what's his name? Uh Damage. Jared Leto? Yeah, Jared Leto's damaged <laughs> Joker. Uh, he's also going to be moving along into some other, I think, other DC properties. I think Birds of Prey, the one with Harley Quinn that Margaret Robbie's pushing, he might be there. Uh, maybe his own movie. We don't know. that. Those are not official. This is the only official one announced, but it is definitely a, uh origin film. Uh, uh, tied up with this skinny-looking Joaquin Joker, who is pulling his pants up, by the way. Like, I wish I had that point where I had a belt on and still had to pull my pants off. Like, <laughs> that's a good problem to have. Um, was reports that Alec Baldwin was going to be playing Thomas Wayne. Ooh, um, this report came in hot and then left just as fast. <laughs> it, it really did. So, he reports where he was going to be playing Thomas Wayne, but he was like, no, I was asked to play the role, but I couldn't commit because of scheduling issues i don't know what else he's filming i don't know what alec baldwin's doing in the spare time right now i don't uh, know to to me alec baldwin is just uh jack from 30 rock so it's a, it was a weird thing to kind of uh, uh arrange in my head because i'm doing a rewatch of 30 rock right now uh from uh, hulu so yeah. it's like he's gonna be thomas wayne what yeah exactly so he he was it was came in he was gonna do it and he's like no no that's old news like that that's not true at all so, um, but I guess apparently they are trying to cast Batman's father in this movie. So maybe putting him, uh, the Joker, maybe a little older <clears throat> than Batman. Uh, 
I, 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 we, we really don't know. They've, they've kept a lot of this under wraps. But as the production's gearing up, I think we're going to start seeing slash hearing a lot more of what's actually going on in that movie. Yeah, I mean, if this is anything similar to some of the storylines of what I believe it's under the Red Hood was kind of the uh, original of what Joker was. He kind of went around as, as like a, a mob enforcer who put on a costume. I kind of think that was tied into one of his origins that was created, well, but... Th- th- I mean, that's the beauty of the Joker. He has any origin, depending on which which one you you listen to. I mean, even the Dark Knight Joker. He, every time he said his origin, he had a different one. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure this movie will hopefully be a great like kind of descent into madness of kind of seeing how one man can kind of be just driven to insanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I could see maybe some sort of clever framing device. I know this is going to sound very contrived, and they shouldn't do this, but maybe something along the lines of like. Uh, uh, a grandfather putting his granddaughter on his lap. Of, oh, let me tell you a story about how the Joker became the Joker. Like I know that's not going to happen, so but it's, it's but like the Princess of, Bride, but like the the Crown, the the Crown Prince of Crime. That's what yeah, call it. yeah, maybe. Like if 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 they just frame the movie to the audience as like, oh, this is just kind of like a creepy bedtime story and mm-hmm. not necessarily something that really happened you know, that might be kind of cool but uh I, I think Joaquin Phoenix will make a cool Joker but I'm almost worried he's going to be such a good Joker that I'm not going to want to see Jared Leto anymore nobody which, wants to see Jared Leto anymore like, <laughs> yeah, let's, and, let's, let's cut that out to begin yeah with. so it's just like I just what if what happens if all I want to see is Joaquin Phoenix like fight Batman like am I going to get that movie at any point in time if Joaquin Phoenix just crushes it and this movie makes a ton of money all the critics love it like there's gotta be a way Joaquin Phoenix makes it into a movie with Batman, right? I mean, you can't yeah. throw a good Joker away. Well, I don't. I don't think. I think their the new approach to some of these movies are we want to make good movies, and and honestly, like this has the makings of a movie that people might want to you know go and watch from DC, like kind of like Wonder Woman, but not the other ones that we we don't talk about. Um, because I mean, even Mark Marone is in this movie. Like he he's got a, a, a big role in this movie as well. So like, it's a very uh, highfalutin highfalutin way to say Marin. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Right. <laughs> well, it's whatever. I, I don't I don't know him. I just know like he does great work. Like people just like them li- yeah, glow. I just like to imagine you holding like a, a nice like uh, a wine glass, a Mark Marone, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe Dierte, <laughs> if if you want to. Um, but the the thing is, um, you know, this has the makings of a good movie, and if they want to continue making separate movies that are still good the branch the label worlds of dc does fit that you know the the niche that they need to create for that if they want to yeah all um, right so we don't know but hopefully we have more news as it starts filming knock knock on wood coming up anyway wonder woman 84 uh some good news here uh speaking of the princess bride robin wright will return as a character in Tiope. I believe that's how you pronounce that. Is that right? It's or it's like Antiope. I don't really know. But yeah, the the, the general who taught yeah. Diana how to fight under because she's not dead yet. Doesn't doesn't um, what's his face killer? She dies in Justice League. I think. Uh, I who knows? Think, did anyone did anyone <laughs> die in Justice League? Yeah, I think uh, didn't. Uh, I don't even remember the villain's name. Wow, that movie is so forgettable. What was the villain's name in that movie? Uh, um, not Darkseid. Steppenwolf. Uh, Steppenwolf. Yeah, because like Steppenwolf was going after the mother box um, on Amazonian um, Amazonia, and uh, he was just like, yeah, murdering like a whole bunch of them trying to get to it. And I, I think she died. No, she, I don't she, know. She, she actually didn't show up in the movie. Oh, she didn't? Did it, anybody out there, if you watch this movie, Justice League, more than once, I know you may have forgotten about it. I, I just had I just had to Google it, so I, I pulled it up. Um, 
so Connie Nielsen, who was um, the mom, and then uh, Robin Wright, they were supposed to be in there, and then they were cut from the movie. Oh, so, they they saved their careers, son. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, they still got paid at the end of the day. That's what matters. But um, they will be back for just like maybe she didn't die in in Wonder Woman, did she? I thought somebody got shot by one of the World War One soldiers at the beginning of the movie. I didn't think it was her. I think it was just somebody else who like was swinging through. Uh, to, to, I'm just I'm just kind of pulling. It's been a minute since we've seen any of this. Um, but either way, that sounds like a, I'm curious if that means. We will return to Amazonia briefly. Will there be a flashback, or maybe we'll kind <laughs> of have mascara, another? But, but yeah, Amazonia yeah, or, is fine. Or maybe we'll have like another fish out of water moment where uh, Robin Wright will kind of go to the mainland, and maybe she'll be like, "Oh, what is all this stuff?" And I think then, uh, it could be a flashback, uh, depending on the history of of Wonder Woman's villain in this as well. Yeah, if it maybe. Tur- turns someone into a a leopard lady, it, it could be. They, they, they use one. They use all this Amazonian history as like a framing device, kind of you know to use that word again. Like, hey, this is it's kind of like Thor. Thor always starts off with a flashback. Think of it that way. And then hey, like, there you go. That, that they use these old characters to like. Okay, well now we gotta go forward in time, and things are things are coming up bad for our, for our heroes. So, oh well. Robin Wright, uh, you know, going from starring in the Princess Bride to. Wonder Woman, big turn for her. Huge role. Love it. So, that was cool. The Birds of Prey movie, we also talked about a little earlier, is moving along. And they really, 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 super, really want Lady Gaga <laughs> for a, a role in this. So much I they want it as Black Canary or Huntress. Who wouldn't want Lady Gaga in your movie? You want to put her on your movie poster. Uh, she's been in at least one season of American Horror Story. I don't really keep up with the show. Uh, but I know people really enjoyed her in that. Uh, mm-hmm. she, I mean, she's like a dominating entertainment figure. Uh, I like Lady Gaia. She's pretty cool. So I, I, I definitely wouldn't mind this. Well, she's also um, up for like uh, the the movie A Star Is Born. Like that's that people are saying that's Oscar like Oscar worthy movie, and she's in that right now. So they're trying to get her before she gets too big and becomes too expensive. But <laughs> to me, I mean, you know, we grew up with Lady Gaga's music, Mike, for the past ten years. We we know she's a big deal. We know. Maybe? She was born that way. Maybe. And she wants to take rides on disco sticks. That's about all I got. <laughs> uh, would you peg Lady Gaga as either Black Canary or Huntress, knowing the characters? I mean, guess using the, the Arrowverse um, hmm. as a basis. I, I think she would be a better Black Canary off the top of my head, but I, I, I don't put it past her being able to attempt any of these characters. But this makes me a little bit more excited for the movie. It sounds like they're going a little... uh out of the box, even though Lady Gaga's not out of the box. She's an accomplice uh, actor, so I don't know. I, I think it's just, uh, it's still kind of like she's such like a she's, she's such a pol- kind of a polarizing uh, per- personality. Mm-hmm. Just when she gets attached to a project, I think it perks ears up, which is good. That's how you want to cast a movie. Yeah, I think, uh, to me, I'd put her as Black Canary because as a singer, um, and Black Canary's uh, power is her voice, I, I think that's a very nice parallel between them. So, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, so if they wanted to add that twist to Black Canary, and like you know, maybe she was a singer and she can't anymore because she'll blow people away. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but but it's there. I I think that parallel is really cool. So I would put her as Black Canary over Huntress. But uh, I just don't see her as either of those roles. I don't know. They're very physical roles. I just don't see Lady Gaga as a physical actor um, in that. But oh well. 
Doom Patrol got some set photos for you, Mike. I thought these were really cool this week. Oh, um, set photos. They're really set, getting this uh, underway. Yeah. They, photography. They, so, I mean, they've already, they're already in the, I think, episode five of uh, Titans, which we're going to talk about next. But uh, they're, they're doing this. The first up, I want to show you Mr. Negative, who looks like the Invisible Man. Yep, um, that, that that seems like a pretty easy costume to pull off. <laughs> yep, pretty pretty easy, good there, and that's that was really comic book accurate. If you do a quick search for uh, Mister Negative, but I think my favorite one is actually the next one, which is Robot Man, um, and how like metal and like kind of rusted he looks, and he looks just like his comic book character as well. Oh uh, yeah, you can kind of yeah yeah you can't see quite all of his face, but you can see like the crazy metal jawline and. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty sick. Like I'll I'll be, I'll be curious to see like what happens like when he's moving around. Like does his jaw actually like articulate? Because mm-hmm. that would be pretty sweet if it did. Yeah, it, and they uh, they showed up without the mask on, and you know showed it's not Brandon Fraser in there. But knowing Brandon Fraser is also doing the voice, uh, it's gonna be pretty cool. So uh, that that's probably my favorite set. The next two I couldn't really tell apart. Um, we have Elastigirl, who I had to search like, is this from the Incredibles or what's going on? <laughs> Um, but we have, uh, I think her name's April Balby as, as, um, Elastigirl and then Crazy Jane, a character who are, these two are kind of, I don't know, they just kind of blend together to me. They these, don't have any standout features. These just look like girls that kind of like, uh, rolled out of like a coffee house. So I'm not, I'm not really sure if they're too comic book accurate, but this does look like a kind of a crazy cast. I'm interested to see how they all perform once they're all in frame together. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like how how do their powers come together on this uh, streaming show, and, and what's that look like? Uh, but I think what's uh, most interesting, actually, to me, and probably to you as well, is the uh, actor Alan Tudyk has been cast as Mister Nobody. Alan Tudyk, and um, it sounds like he's going to be doing voice work, going by uh, the kind of character <laughs> as Mister Nobody. I, I did some Google searches, and doesn't look like somebody that can be represented in a costume. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh yeah, no, the only one I could think is, I mean, uh, I had to look up a couple ways um there's one called uh like uh, these uh little action figures called uh um not q figs uh hero clicks mm-hmm. and one of those has like the 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 invisible parts of him are white instead of see-through mm-hmm. um but like yeah he's a very translucent anime very animated looking character like it's what is it mr game and watch he looks like a mr game and watch uh kind of thing uh from from the old mario game boy stuff with the camera you, are you looking him up right now? You look at Mr. Game Watch. <laughs> yeah, I, Smash I found, Brothers. I'll tell you that yeah, right now. Yeah, I found the little Q fig. That could possibly maybe be the way he fits in there. But I hope he's just like the weirder version. I want him to be the yeah. weird, like kind of cut out. Kind of looks like a paper clip dressed in like yeah. a black cat suit. He's, which he's is clip really art. Weird. He's clip art. What he yeah. But I mean, it would make sense if it was voice casting because Alan yeah. Tudyk, as we all know, uh, was the voice of K two S O. I believe he's voiced possibly other things. I can't recall off the top of my head, but uh, he, everybody he, loves he, Alan Tudyk. Well, I mean, last time we saw him in a superhero movie was Deadpool 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's one of the truckers talking about toilet paper and, and how to wipe. <laughs> yeah, uh, the other Matt one's Matt Damon. Damon. Yeah. So, so that's really fun. So uh, they're, they're really bringing in, like, the, the stars for this. I, I just hope this goes better than the last Alan Tudyk show he was on like, when he was on Powerless because oh yeah, uh, <laughs> he's, he's trying, man. He's trying real hard to get some superhero yeah. stuff off and, the ground. And also we kind of lean into the idea that it's voicing because usually when you get these kind of, like, 
bigger actors who probably have a lot of other stuff going on. They don't have time to go up to like Vancouver or wherever they're filming it. Like they, they live in LA working on projects. All they can do is come into a studio booth and record the voiceover. So that that's probably more realistic for mm-hmm. probably everything Alan's got going on. Yeah, and, and no set photos of him either. Uh leans credence to that, but that could that could change. We we don't know. Uh we'll we'll play that one by ear. But the Doom Patrol will appear in the fir- uh, the fifth episode of Titans, which we also have some character posters revealed this week, Mike, during a, a DC event, which will give us more information here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so first and foremost, we have the Robin poster. Uh, it shows him in his Robin outfit with the Robin. Uh, looks like, a, I guess, a, it's not a batarang. It's a robin orang, I guess. <laughs> it's, like, it's not a throwing star because it's not a star. It's like a throwing R. I don't know. I think it kind <laughs> yeah, of looks... Take I off think the it, ST. Yeah, it's a throwing R. <laughs> I think it looks kind of stupid. Uh, like it, it's just weird thinking. Like, okay, I'm a tactical, you know, superhero. I need something sharp to throw at people. Um, you know, Batman. He's got the batarang. Okay, yeah, I guess the silhouette of a bat looks pretty cool and menacing. Um, I guess my name starts with an R, so I'm going to use an R. Like, I'm. I, well, he so probably, the idea know, it's just is funny looking. <laughs> that the R he takes like that's a last resort weapon. Like that's the R on his suit. He takes it off and throws them. Um, but. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, don't know. Um, someone was trying to tell me those were his dead parents behind him there on the floor. <laughs> like this is like a like a dealing with that, but I don't think it is. I don't uh, think that's his parents. Well, I see like a, a sidearm and a person with like cut off sleeves and like a vest. Looks yeah. like a criminal to me. Either way, these are just kind of like staged, like heavily, heavily photoshopped uh, character posters. So don't forget I don't Robin. Really... Yeah, I don't really uh, derive too much from any of these things. Uh, we still haven't seen Beast Boy as a beast yet. <laughs> yes. So apparently uh, he's got regular, like, he, he whenever he's, I, I learned a little bit about Beast Boy here in this one. Um, when he is a beast, his skin goes green completely. Um, so he has points where his skin's not green all the time, but um, some of the effects are he goes green when he's transforming into beast. So uh, we'll see how Titans interprets Beast Boy a little better. Uh, when he's not just sitting here hanging out in a in a little room, he's just hanging out in his room. Uh, Raven is probably the creepiest picture. Um, <laughs> she's got the blacked out eyes, a lot of crosses and smoke and black, you know, blackness. And then she's holding a little doll. And I'm not familiar with the character that much, but I don't think she ever had a doll in what I've seen. Well, and at least from the trailers that we've seen for this show, she seems to be a pretty big focal point for at least part of the story. So she kind of might be driving the plot, at least for season one. Mm -hmm. But she's got her signature purple hairline and a hoodie. Yeah, that's a good costume, a hoodie. And lastly, a lot of people are feeling better about Starfire in this photo than they had from the leak set photos. um, With the flame effects of her hair, her green spooky eyes and her purple suit i think the fur coat is probably a detractor but um is she known for catching things on fire mike you you Uh, see more titans than i have i'm just more familiar uh with her from the teen titans original animated series and it wasn't so much fire as it kind of was like kind of like plasma kind of laser blast so but i'm sure some sort of power yeah yeah i'm sure there's different ways you can uh interpret it uh but yeah the fur coat yeah that's gonna go up in flames girl what are you doing it looks like the phoenix like this the phoenix the dark phoenix like photoshop stuff like they look like they just took it and applied it to her like, yeah f- flame effects are always so interesting because like when you're doing them in like 
post-production, like special effects wise, you know, you're using like fancy algorithms to like generate the fire and making sure it, uh, it moves right in your scene. But when you're doing like a still photo, you're just relying on to whatever person is compositing the photo, like whatever Photoshop tutorial that they're familiar <laughs> with for doing flames. So you're never really sure if what you're seeing is what it's going to look like in the show. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I guess the hair's on fire. But yeah, I think we need another you, we need they, another trailer. Are they going to call her Starfire because she burns things down? Is that is that a I, thing? I, it's I a burnt honest, room. That's why I'm. Kind of, I, I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> Titans hasn't sold me yet, Mike. I'm not sold on Titans, so um, just just kind of going through these character posters that were revealed at the DC Universe live show with Kevin Smith or something like. I don't remember what yeah. it was called, but yeah, it was like a live stream event to kind of uh, announce uh, that they have like this they have like this DC Daily show that they're going to be streaming on the service, which is going to launch with it. Uh, and so I think they had some of those co-hosts there. Then Kevin Smith was there, and they're just kind of like uh, just letting everybody know when it's going to come out and what they're going to get. Yeah, so the DC Universe uh, had a big thing, and it was hosted by Kevin Smith, who is actually hosting the uh, the DC Daily Show, which is uh, I don't know if he's going to be on it daily or they're going to rotate through the hosts, but there are, there's some big prolific names on there. Um, it's for the Daily Show and all things DC, uh, but it's launching September 15th, which is Batman Day. Mike, I don't know if you knew that or not, but that's when they're launching it. Um, yes, and I, I kind of thought Batman Day was uh, like a holiday yeah. that was maybe like, oh, maybe that's when the creator of Batman was born or when the comic was published. But apparently it's just an arbitrary day that was invented just so they could celebrate Batman. So And they, uh, they, they change it every year. Like it's never like the same day it feels like. Oh, it really changes? Because like, yeah, because the news channels are like at San Diego Comic-Con, they announced that X day, like this when September 15th will be recognized as Batman Day. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. Right. Um, but uh, a lot of people confuse October twelfth with Batman Day, but that's not true. It's September fifteenth, so that's when this launches for seven ninety nine a month. Mike, is that a good price? Is that what you, I mean? That's exactly where we thought it would be. But do you think that's yeah, a good price well, for what you're getting? I mean, the price uh, is. So uh, we're, we're going to be talking about, after this DC Universe, we're going to be talking about some Disney streaming news. So I think it's kind of hard to have an opinion on a price without comparing it to other things that we know and what else we might be getting with other services. So I'll, I'll right now I'll temper my opinion on the price at the moment. Well, I want to actually know, because we don't know anything about Disney, and I don't want to compare it to Disney, if you compare DC to Netflix or Hulu, of course you're not going to drop Netflix or Hulu for DC Universe, right? Because... You're not just watching DC stuff 24-7. But is the added benefit of TV movies, uh, updated like HD TV shows from old ways, and the comic books, do you think that's, like, would you pay this a month just to, to get that kind of stuff? I don't, I don't know. The more and more I start looking at this catalog, especially the launch catalog, this is feeling more like a four ninety nine to me. So okay. we'll just have to, yeah, I don't know. Let, let let's wait until we get into uh, until we get into the 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 Disney streaming, and then we'll we'll fight it out. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Because I'm like I I I probably won't compare the two of them. Like I almost refuse to compare them because like I don't feel like they're the same. But um, but seven ninety nine a month is a little steep um, because they're not really. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it, like you said. Uh, the Titans premiere will be at New York Comic Con on October 2nd. So uh, mm-hmm. I believe they're going to give, like, the Comic Con people will get the first look at it with the um, actual uh, debuting on the show October 12th, almost a whole month after it launches with weekly episodes. Uh, yeah, and. Than- th- 
And this is kind of where we get into the whole idea of why do you launch your brand new fancy streaming service with nothing? They're, they're launching their streaming service for a whole month with no original content. And I don't count their DC Daily Show as original content because mm-hmm. to me, that's just like a ported YouTube channel almost over to their yeah, show. No, that, so that, that, that's, not, that's, not, that's not what you're buying DC Universe for. Yeah, so I just, I just don't get it. And it's just like, yeah, you can, you can sit there and tell me, oh, well, they have like a, a library at launch. But what really at launch is there to go crazy over? I mean, maybe... Batman the animated series just because it's been it's been remastered and you can kind of rewatch that but that's just purely for the convenience of streaming it you can buy the remastered version of Batman the animated series right now on blu-ray and you can just watch it and own it or if you're not too worried about the 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 crisp quality of it, you can stream it on Amazon Prime. No, you can't. Like, right, right. No, it's, oh, it's gone. Just take it it's down? gone. Everything, so, all of this is now gone from every other service. So at least for a point in time, you may have already been watching Batman the Animated Series, so maybe it's not a big sell for you. But there is just not a whole lot here at launch to really just swoon over. Like, I'm sure some people out there might have some really nice memories of, like, the old classic Wonder Woman TV show, but I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to watch... 1975 Wonder Woman and be nostalgic for a time I wasn't even alive. You know, there's just not a whole lot here. And if you check out our show notes over at SuperheroSlight.com, we have like a nice list of literally everything that's launching with the service. And I could, I could, I could reel it all off here right now, which is not a good way to to advertise your library, saying, "Oh, I can read it all in 30 seconds." You know. Okay, uh, I think I have to acknowledge that this is not for us. Like this is this is not a streaming service for us. Um, I think for the hardcore DC fans, people who lean more DC or have an affinity for all things comic books, may get more out of this because again, it's not just TV shows, it's not just movies. There are also comic books, which I find I'm I'm harder I'm a harder sell to read DC comic books because I don't want to download them illegally, but I I don't want to pay for something I don't know if I'll enjoy or not. Um, like I wish you could rent comic books if that makes sense, like a library system. Um, so the only way I would get into this maybe that first month is to see what their comic book selection is and and what that that does. But I agree with you. Like there's not like most of the stuff I probably own on DVD if I was gonna watch it anyway. Um, and and there's no real reason. Like yeah, you're just paying for the convenience. Yeah, um, and and plus like most um like most uh streaming services here it, it, it's it's really just so you have the convenience of just watching all of these things so yeah if, if you are, if you already have a lot of this stuff kind of uh what's the point and you might be saying well hey mike do, why, why are you so glum what about all of these original series that they've announced that mm-hmm. they said are coming and it's just like yeah that's true we are getting young justice season three doom patrol harley quinn an animated series uh swamp thing star girl metropolis there's but all of this stuff is not out yet it's all mm-hmm. scheduled for 2019 and they're gonna have to stretch this stuff out it's not like they're gonna be dropping these like on consecutive weekends or one weekend after another well that, not, that, that's actually their goal like they said we are gonna have one new thing every week 
Like that is that is why well, everything's in 2019. Well, the, I I do not see 52 things listed here. I, well, but well the, I'm not saying like I'm not saying one new show a, a week. I'm saying one new episode. Yeah, like, that's so, actually, that's actually another. That's a good point to notice too, because uh, Titans isn't going to be dropped all its all at once. It's going to yep. be a weekly show. So you can kind of see like they're trying to do the best with what they have, which I'll give them credit for. They're like, okay, we have these original shows. We don't have quite the same library of like what Netflix is running around with. So we're gonna kind of go the Hulu method a little bit we're going to just drop a new show every week so at least if somebody has this service at least they can tune in once a week and get a new episode for kind of their eight bucks a month maybe they can tune in and watch some of these older back catalog stuff um but yeah it just seems like it's going to be a tough set tough sell because eight bucks a month that's not a that's not a paltry sum i feel like five dollars would just would be like the right price point for me because it almost seems like a price point that i could just kind of forget about like oh yeah here take my five bucks a month i might tune in and watch uh, a little bit of like a batman the animated series or the 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 dark knight i believe is on here as one of their catalog launch items. no it's not it's not it's not i thought it was nope you you uh you read the dark knight returns which is one of their animated shows Oh, okay. I, I went through and had to clean up this list a little bit um, last night. I spent a lot, uh, probably the better part of an hour, actually confirming what they said was going to launch versus mm-hmm. what people were just taking from. Like, this stuff will come late. Like, the content is actually going to rotate um, a little bit, so we're going to see more come in and out. I assume the animated shows are probably going to be the biggest ones that rotate in and out of this because um, they want people to buy the new ones, right? Like, they want you to own it as well uh, rather than just stream it. So. Um, I know that Superman 1 through 4, the first three Batman movies, and then Batman Begins. I don't know why Batman and Robin is not in here. Like, that's... Why is that one of all the movies? Yeah, it just seems like a really weird catalog. Now, if they were like this, if they said, hey, guess what? We got this new streaming service coming out. Every DC movie that's ever existed, bam, on this service. You don't have to buy Justice League anymore if for some reason you wanted to watch it again. Batman vs. Superman. We got all of the movies on here. Watch them whenever you want. Well, oh, guess what? Uh, Aquaman's coming out later this year. It's going to be great. If you subscribe to our service, you're going to be able to stream Aquaman first like in like May 2019 or something like that. I think I just, I just needed like a bigger commitment to the service I think where as opposed to somebody like disney who's saying like guess what netflix isn't getting our movies anymore you know where you're gonna find them now on our streaming service well i think what's interesting to me is here if we just look at dc universe and we compare it to the bigger competition right the competition that has tons more material on it netflix the cheapest plan for if you just do hd 10.99 a month three extra dollars you get hundreds if not thousands of more content on it, Mike. Like uh-huh. easily. I mean, you could go down. What? What isn't the office on Netflix or something like that? Like, can you go down that rabbit hole and spend hours forever? Oh uh, yeah. And um, for three dollars, like that, I would go half Netflix, half of Netflix's price. Um, Hulu, Hulu has j- tons and tons of uh, streaming things, right? Like on their TV shows. Um, Seven ninety nine a month, same price. Like, why? Why is DC think that they? have the same amount of content slash quality that things we're already subscribed to do. I, I mean, I just don't see it here as well. I agree with you in that in that regards. 
Well, uh, and I think the closest thing that you could fairly compare DC Universe to would probably be something like CBS All Access because they're almost kind of in the same environment where CBS All Access doesn't really have a whole lot of original programming yet. They have Star Trek Discovery. I think they have like a spinoff of like The Good Wife with, I think it's maybe called The Good Fight. Maybe there's one other original series in there too, but like CBS All Access has like a really big back library though they have like a ton of cbs shows that you can watch on cbs all access Ten thousand episodes if you would and they also do they let you stream live tv yeah and cbs all access i believe is ten dollars a month and i think if you want to do like kind of ad support it's it's even cheaper at like six bucks a month so like two more dollars no no, commercial free is ten bucks a month limited commercials is 5.99 yeah so you got kind of like – there's a ton of different price points basically out there. So I think consumers are really going to start comparing them because that's what happens when you have a lot of streaming options where like people aren't really going to be able to compare libraries off the top of their head because they never really give a definitive list of all the shows and nobody can really compare them and say like, oh, you get all this over here because they usually kind of hold that – tough to their chest because they don't want all that info uh, out there for consumers to make these decisions so they're going to look at prices and when they see dc universe is 7.99 and they see disney streaming service which could possibly be around the same price you know that's kind of might be how you make your decisions well if these if, if it was a warner Brothers streaming service i would completely understand this since it's just dc and again this list is very small uh, pul- mm-hmm. paltry if you will um I'm just going to have to I'm going to have to call this a hard pass until they lower it and have like a discounted month, a discounted rate, which I think by Christmas we will see like a 5.99, 4.99 plan for this, Mike. I yeah. think they're going to have like a discounted sign up rate because yeah. you're not offering a whole lot out the gate for people who want who are used to services around the same price that offer tons more. Yeah. I know we're debating over $2 a month, Mike. Like it's it's like this is hardly like I mean, uh, an amount to argue over, but when $2, you can build your two dollars a month over a year, that's twenty four bucks, though, man. But I mean, when you can build your own packages and services now, you know this this is a whole segment you could take out of it. You mm-hmm. know, at the end of the day, so no, I agree. I mean, anything else about DC Universe that we, yeah. we learned? Yeah, and- no, no real, no real judgment on the shows. I, I really want to see these shows. I think Swamp Thing is kind of the most interesting thing on this palette that I'm really looking forward to. It's just, just a weird way to launch a streaming service. Announce it and launch it a month before your first original series. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they think people are like they're just trying to get people warmed up and familiar with the service. No, I think you launch it day and date well, with Titans. My 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 thoughts on that are everything I've ever seen launched on a streaming service this large, the network congestion and the um the the the, the just its own internal infrastructure can't handle all the people at once. And if they give you, hey, here's Teen Titans Day 1 and the service crashes, they're going to lose a lot more than if they do like, do this soft launch a little bit. Because um, literally everything I've seen start like this has just bombed and the servers have literally caught fire while people were trying <laughs> to access it. So my guess is it's this is a soft launch until they can get their network figured out on a mass scale. Because I, I never got invited into the beta, did you? I never saw uh, a beta invite. I- I, I may have, but at the same time, it's like, well, what's the point of the beta if I can't watch any of the new stuff, you know? Well, right. Well, I mean, it was just one of those things to see how, how the app was and how, if it was friendly enough for you. So, um, 
I, I think that that that's my thoughts on it. I'm just gonna did you, did you see the Batman animated series uh, comparison video? The new yeah, HD I, one I, versus the I, old I, one. I just saw that today, and actually, some people are kind of wondering how true it actually is. Some people are saying it looks like the the poor quality left side of the comparison looks like it might be a little unfairly. Uh, uh, pixelated possibly to show a bit better contrast but it looks pretty slick i mean the other the right side looks pretty high quality mm-hmm. yeah i mean I, I i think the colors and it just looks that much cooler and then the music gives you chills thinking back on that that opening tune man that's just oh, such a good that's such a good series yeah if you just really want to watch batman the animated series and you don't want to own physical media you could probably every streaming service out there usually has like a trial period just wait until all of like well, I think Titans has probably eight episodes. Just wait until eight, just wait eight weeks until that show wraps up, and then sign up for the trial period and just like binge. seven days free, seven yeah, days free on it. So just binge Titans, watch some Batman the animated series, and then I guess make your decision after that. Yeah, I forget you have it and just end up paying for it anyway. <laughs> uh, they did actually, if you are interested in owning the Batman animated series on Blu-ray, they did drop the price to eighty-seven dollars this week, uh, which Ooh. is almost like forty under what it originally launched for. So if you're interested in that, you can go get it for $87 on Amazon right now, pre-order. For Ooh, bu- buy me a copy. Send it to me. I'll give you my address. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Disney streaming service. So we're in a world where we no longer fight over which cable company or internet company we're going to have. We're fighting over which streaming service we need to subscribe to this month. Uh-huh. And um, Disney, uh, Disney is throwing their hat into the ring, and they're taking their time on it, to be honest. It's a little slower than I want it to be. But... Um, after purging over 60 movies from my physical media collection this weekend, Mike, I will tell you the only movies I have left, uh, 90, 85 to 90% of are Disney-owned and operated. <laughs> Look at that, because so. you're worried about the vault. You, you're worried the vault's going to close and you're not going to be able to get them again. Well, watching how much I spent to buy those, I'm not just giving those away. Like, I would have to sell those. Like The resale value of a Disney DVD is unbelievably high compared to most of the other things. Wow. Like No one's going to buy my face-off steelbook that I got somewhere <laughs> Walmart for like five I love bucks. the idea that you have a face-off steelbook. I didn't even know that came in a steelbook. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't know I had <laughs> it, man. I, it just showed up in my collection. Okay. I must have like, you know that thing where people black out when they're buying stuff? I must have done that with like a <laughs> you Walmart. Went to a fu- you went to a fugue state and you bought the first steelbook you could find. Yeah. I'm like, I need one. I, I got I to gotta get him a fix. Um, so most of them are Disney. So uh, the reports were that it was called Disney Play from Variety. And then Variety retracted the statement like, 24 hours later like no it's a it's a disney play a play from disney like this is their their big move so uh we we all got played mike on that one uh, for sure. well we did for a bit <laughs> yeah for 24 hours and and now we know it's not disney play uh it's also launching they're launching the fourth quarter of 2019 we have over a year almost a year and a half probably yeah, to wait for that's this. that's later than i thought i thought it might be coming along like maybe quarter two or something like that but uh, yeah, we got a little bit you more, know, a little longer to wait. That means we're gonna have Avengers or Iron Man through Avengers Four on it when it launches. You know that, right? Yeah, that'd be great. And this is actually smarter because they have a lot of their original stuff probably in development now, so they're gonna be smart enough to launch day and date with some high quality stuff because Disney 
is not even thinking about the DC streaming service. Like, no. as opposed to the other way around where DC's looking at the whole landscape trying to figure out where they can bob and weave and fit in. Disney is looking straight down the barrel of Netflix, which is huge. I mean, Disney has the money and the properties, the IP to do it, so they're they're just in a totally <laughs> different ballgame. And you know what? If you know if they don't put it on the Disney service, you know where it goes. Hulu. Hulu, because they own majority of Hulu after the Fox deal. So yeah. <laughs> they are they are um, flanking Netflix from both angles, if I, mm-hmm. if you would. I think 2019 also, uh, while you were saying that, I think that's when a lot of their contracts end for their movies is the beginning of 2020. So like they can la- soft launch with their current catalog and add more in as they go, as those mm-hmm. contracts expire in 2020. Sorry, I just had that in there. Um, how much would you pay for a Disney streaming service, Mike? So I know what you're getting at here, <laughs> and it was because they had a uh, they had like a uh, an investor call, and Bob Iger said that it's going to be cheaper than Netflix. But the thing that I couldn't figure out is I read a couple articles on this, and all of them they none of them quoted Bob Iger directly, but they said it's going to be cheaper than Netflix. But Netflix is at a has a range right now from $8 to $14. So I don't know what Bob Iger was exactly talking about. Was he saying it's going to be cheaper than their $14 tier? Or did he say it's going to be cheaper than their $8 tier? Because guess what? If Disney's streaming service is cheaper than the $8 tier, like let's say it's $7.99, which is technically a penny cheaper, that is the same price of DC Universe. And Mm -hmm. how on earth does DC Universe compete in an environment where you can get Disney content like and so much more of it like a star wars show with the budget of game of thrones is going to be the same price as getting like an old wonder woman tv show i mean like come on there's like no contest there and i get that the disney streaming service is for like you know the dc hardcore fans and there's nothing wrong with that but and i'm not saying dc is a small fan base but streaming services uh, succeed at scale they need way more than just dc fans to launch and support all of these like tv shows so i it, it's starting to make me think that when Iger said that it's going to be cheaper than netflix i'm thinking he's saying netflix is 15 dollars a month and disney is probably going to be 9.99 a month that's what i'm thinking okay well the, i don't think they're looking i think when they say cheaper than netflix i think they look at the most commonly used plan and if you look at that that is actually their 10.99 plan right now um, mm-hmm. Like ninety percent. Like I was on the thirteen, fourteen dollar plan for a while, and I didn't use any of those benefits. And I was like, "No, bro." The uh, eight dollar plan is their standard definition. It's not an HD plan, so yeah, that's I, kind of like what you do if you just watch it on your phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you had those um, those old tube TVs. Mike was talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I think, I mean, I think you know, eight dollars. I would pay eight dollars for Disney. Thing. I'd pay up to ten dollars for a Disney streaming service. Yeah, Mike. I, I think nine ninety nine is kind of like that magic price point right there. It's like we're saying, hey, guess what? We're cheaper than Netflix. We're cheaper than ten bucks a month. We're probably cheaper than like your blue ribbon like meal plan or whatever that sends you food every week. So I think nine ninety nine is a is a good price point, and it's that's cheaper than HBO. I think HBO is. 12 or 11 or something. HBO is dependent on where where you add it at. Um, mm-hmm. Like, we add it for five. Um, and then if, actually, since we're through AT&T, we get it for free. Um, oh, okay. But it's, if you it's bought all, it standalone. But, I mean, when you do the comparisons, you know, CBS All Access, like you said, CBS All Access um, would kind of be like this. Um, you know, it's a little cheaper, but, like, you can pay up to $10 for your CBS All Access. 
uh, without commercials. I don't think Disney's going to have commercials in it. Do you? Yeah. No, I don't. And also, people out there, stop freaking out about this whole Netflix commercial thing. I think this came out like oh, a week yeah. or two ago. Oh, Everybody God. was losing it. Okay, first of all, if you're if you're an HBO subscriber, you already know what this is. It's basically before, when you click play on your show, or it sounds like they're going to be doing it in between maybe episodes. They're just going to show you like a quick like 30-second like sizzle reel for other Netflix shows that you might be interested interested in like yeah i could i could see somebody arguing saying like oh that's ruining like my watching experience but like netflix kind of has like a problem where they have a gigantic library and they don't really spend any money on advertising out outside of you know the netflix universe i don't really see commercials for netflix shows Mm. so they're just they're just trying to find a way to get you to explore their catalog so but they're not you're not going to be seeing a tide ad in netflix every single netflix original show was written by a writer without like commercial breaks there it's gonna it would be so weird and awkward to throw in ad ad right. breaks in between a netflix show and then they'd have to program that all they'd have to hire like a slew of people to go through every single episode of television they have to try to find a way to insert ad breaks no they're just going to be doing well, it in between episodes it's just it's crazy well it's also Stop freaking I mean, out people <laughs> netflix doesn't doesn't do move our tv shows they do movies you, you're not going to see ads in your movies like it, it is essentially self promotion of their own material, and that's fine. Yeah. That's yeah. like I, um, I, I agree, and you can turn it off. Did you know you can turn it off, Mike? No, oh, okay. you can go into there your you settings go. and <laughs> opt out of this beta of commercials. So, yeah. and every, I, and I know like, it sounds like I'm trying to defend a corporation, and I'm not. It just it, people just lost. Up. People yeah. just lost it. They basically they read the title of an article and they never clicked through to actually read it, and then the internet just like kind of lost their crap. And then uh, also that was a week ago. Now everybody's just kind of forgot about it. So it's yeah. just so funny how attention spans it just was, go in one or out the other. Yeah, I already had to have that conversation with one person. I'm like, no. At Netflix is not adding advertisements. Shut up! Uh, like this is like literally they're not doing it. So, yeah, so I anyway. to answer your question. Disney won't have ads either. Exactly, and $10, they want to they want to sell you toys. Disney toys. They do. So they just want you to watch it. <laughs> I also think if it's ten dollars a month, I think they're going to have like a yearly subscription price at a discounted rate as well. I think a lot of people do that. Like if a hundred bucks for a year of Disney, yeah, we're going to have it for a year. There's no there's no way we're not having the service for a year. Mike, like that's that's how Disney's gonna go, um, and and I can tell you right now, um, other than the digital movies we've gotten, I think the Disney TV shows would be beneficial in our household for sure. Like being able to watch that kind of stuff. We already have the movies digitally, like through iTunes and stuff, but like the TV shows is kind of where we we don't have a lot of, you know, I guess we don't get to see a lot of those. Hmm. But um, anyway, like we said in the news here, Bob Iger, uh, president, it's the biggest priority of the company's Disney streaming. Now that Fox is out of the way, yes, it is. I totally agree yeah. with them wholeheartedly. And that's a, I think that's a really big deal right there. Some people may have thought like, okay, uh, Disney has a bunch of this content. They're going to throw it on a streaming service. They're going to see what people want to do. I kind, I like the idea that Disney is just like, no, if we want to beat or compete with a place like Netflix, which is spending billions of dollars every year on content we really got to make this high priority so i think that's kind of cool i i love competition we've talked about this on the show uh a while back with movie pass yeah movie pass a crash and burn but if movie pass didn't take a didn't take a stab at it we never would have gotten that really really nice deal from amc uh i don't even know what that pass mm-hmm. is called because i i don't have it a- but a-list 
A-list. A we, we, A-list literally wouldn't exist if MoviePass didn't come along. They just would have kept the status quo. So when the status quo gets shook, that's good. And I know Apple is spending money on original programming. So this is this is you you want big companies to compete because consumers win. That is like economics 101. Right. And the thing is with them taking their time and not rushing out, it means they are serious about it. Like this is mm-hmm. not a, uh, we're just going to buy the company who built you know Hulu, or we're gonna take our Hulu guys now that we own them and have them build a structure for us. We're actually going to work our way up. What I would love to see is like curated playlists of movies and TV shows. Like, wouldn't you like to have a playlist that includes all of Agents of Shield and the MCU in chronological order? Whoa, that'd be pretty cool. Like, you go to that place, like, oh, MCU chronological order, go click it, and it just goes through. Like, that would be fantastic. Um, it's that's a that's a huge undertaking, but you at least would know what's happening in real time throughout the whole thing. So. That would be cool. Um, and and it's part of this competition, you know, you have notes here as well, is like, you know, Disney's been putting their stuff on Netflix. You can go watch Black Panther this month, I think. Is that when it comes out on there? Or is that yeah, November? It, it, just a couple days, I think it comes out. Yeah. Uh, but to do so, to fight Netflix, you have to pull your content from Netflix. So Netflix will not be paying them for those movies anymore. So yeah. they're losing that revenue uh, from Netflix releasing their movies on the streaming service. Yeah, they were getting $300 million every year for just putting just a couple Disney movies up on the streaming service. Yeah. It's really crazy how much that's worth. So that just shows how confident they are that there's like we can ma- we can abandon a $300 million revenue stream because we believe we're going to be able to succeed over the long term with our streaming service. And they have original programming lined up like with 14 I didn't realize this until I looked it up. They have 14 films in development yeah. for their streaming service alongside eight series. I mean, that's a huge catalog. I mean, Disney is just a different type of studio. You can't compare Disney to Warner Brothers or Paramount or even Fox because Disney is not just a studio. Disney is like a brand. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, just look at your household, Chris. Disney is a lifestyle for you. They got theme parks. It's just a different type of beast. So this is another example of why you're never going to see the universal Paramount streaming service. That They're going to be the type of studio that leases their content out to other people. Yeah, and, and they, they probably they're fine with that. They're totally fine with that. Um... What I, what I think is interesting about that as well is, like, you know, Disney has the ability to put out movies and put a lot of money in anything and fail, and fail pretty hard and still bounce back from it. Um, thinking of, you know, Tomorrowland and John Carter of Mars, like, those big production movies, they put a lot of money into it, and they both bombed horrifically at the box office and home office. But One, one funny note that might be kind of confusing going forward in the future, the Disney streaming service, one of the original films is also called Stargirl, which is based on some sort of like random novel that I'm not familiar with. So there are, there are two streaming original Stargirls out there in the world. One is a DC superhero, one's a random book that I don't understand, so we might see them cross paths in our show notes maybe at some point next year, so just, uh, just just a, just a fair warning out there. And Star Wars. A lot yes, of stars Star out there. Wars. I think Disney has a show called Star versus the Forces of Evil as well, and that one always confuses me. <laughs> yeah, I, that could that could possibly show up on this streaming service too. Yeah, yeah. Fin- it's a funny it's a funny firm. it's a funny show. Is yeah, it? I, I've, okay. watched, I've watched some of it. There's some good humor in I've not seen it. Well sign me up for Disney, Mike. Because it's probably gonna have the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that's what we're gonna talk about next. Because the rumor is, for the MCU, September is going to be a great month for Marvel, from the insider sources. Wink, oh, wink. Oh, okay. That was, the, that was the tweet from a reporter. And this makes sense. She teased a Captain Marvel trailer. 
this month. Ooh, we want that. Teasing an announcement for Black Panther 2. Whoa, okay. And we've also been teased by Scott Derrickson for a Doctor Strange 2. So do you think this will be the month Marvel gives us their next slate of movies for 2020? So they know what, like, so they can actually start working on marketing and stuff for that without leaking stuff? Yeah, I mean, I guess, why are they holding to their chest so tightly the title of the next Avengers movie? Like, Kevin Feige kept saying, it's not going to be consequential. Don't worry about the title. It's not going to be a big, be a big deal. Then just tell us already. We want to (laughs) know. Yep. Nope. They got, they got to have the the big, the big red carpet reveal, Mike. They got to have an event. They've got to make it i bet i bet this will like they'll, they'll announce the iphone in two weeks the next day is marvel stuff and they'll just drown out all the iphone news yeah possibly right <laughs> or that's their deal they, they they've, they've teamed up with iphones to make tony stark phones like <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have a captain marvel animoji where you can be carol danvers <laughs> oh please i would love they're replacing siri with jarvis next next month that's that's the big oh, deal oh yeah and we should get like a Groot animoji too where you can be Groot yeah man why don't they do that do that people and then you, you can own be, the you, <laughs> you can be one where you're Drax and then you get fired yeah no. if you can get a stupid like Mickey Mouse uh, uh, watch face oh my you god be able to it's get the Drax. worst watch face ever <laughs> they have Minnie Mouse now too by the way well your grandma would probably want that yeah uh, I'm not saying your grandma specifically but grandmas in general <laughs> yeah sure why not Anyway, so that's the MCU stuff. I really hope this is true. We need some Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff. Looking forward beyond. Like, we have nothing to, to look at, Mike. Like, nothing other than leaks and rumors. Yeah. And How are we supposed to run a new show, people? I need some facts. <laughs> I need them now. I'm going to start making them up. Spider-Man PS4 comes out on Friday, which I really hate that it's Friday. Like, I want it to be so much sooner. Uh, I like I, I miss Tuesday video game things because then I can just take yeah. the day off. So, correct me if I'm wrong. I can pre-order this game through my playstation and then it will automatically download like thursday night at midnight right it might it might preload earlier than that yes oh okay but you also have to have the auto download settings enabled in your settings because i believe i i believe i do because every once in a while i i always put my playstation in like sleep mode and then when i you know quote unquote turn it on every once in a while i'll see a little notification that says oh firmware update downloaded or uh fortnite update downloaded Good, good. That's exactly what you need. So cool. uh, we talked about our streaming schedules. Pay attention to us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I think I can live stream it to Twitch and Facebook at the same time, Mike. We're going to cross my fingers here. And if not, it will be on YouTube later, archived. So, But please send us what you want us to do in it. I think, I think, I think that will be really fun to hear what you guys want to see out of this game. Uh, but most importantly, uh, the photo mode trailer came out yesterday, and I did not know this was a mode in the game at all. Like, this is this caught me off guard. Yeah, this is just, like, a cool little feature that I feel like, you know, you could they could have put it in there or not. Like, it really is not a huge selling point to the game, but it's just it's just kind of fun. But it also lends credence like, to what Spider- Spider-Man and Peter Parker is a photographer. So in this mode, you get a pause of the game, move the camera around however you want, and take a picture, like a selfie of Spider-Man, or a picture of him doing actions, or something. And then you add a, back, a custom background. It can be a comic book, uh, like posters, like all sorts of different backgrounds, stickers to the photo, filters, text bubbles, everything, and just like make it your own little thing. No matter yeah. where you are in the game. The coolest part is you can kind of like emboss the image on a comic book cover, so it's like you're making your own uh, comic books. It, yeah, it's just it's a it's a really cool little tidbit and i like the fact knowing that like if they had time to do something just like cool like that they're really paying attention to all the details yeah and and i just i think the i've been watching a lot of like free roam gameplay mode on it and i just think the city looks beautiful 
and it, it looks absolutely stunning. So can't wait to start swinging, man. Can't yeah. wait to start swinging. I want to. I want to go download it right now. Probably see if I can. can um, so you have the PSVR. I know this isn't a VR game, but are you? Uh, does the PlayStation let you put on the headset and just kind of use it like you're in like a movie theater playing a video game? Yes, you can, and it comes in three different sizes. Large, medium, try, and regular. You should you should try doing that because that'd be kind of cool if you could kind of like it'd almost be like you're playing in the Spider-Man game like you're in an IMAX theater. That yep. might be kind of interesting. Yep, no, I will definitely put that on my to-do list, Mike. Thank you for cool. doing that. Maybe that's I'll do it on my, the stream. That's my yeah, that's my streaming to-do list. Yeah, yeah, because I will. I have my camera, my PlayStation camera set up, Mike, so people will see me while I play. They will get to know <laughs> oh, my God. reactions live. You better make sure you're wearing clothes, man. What do you think I walk around naked? Come on now. Hey, you like to live in the dark, man. So <laughs> I do. I do live in the dark, but I, I don't live in the dark naked. I'm not a naked mole rat. Lastly, Venom. Uh, there's a new Eminem album out. He dropped it without any news or promotions. We live in the world. Where we th- we live for this, Mike. Like, that's what we like doing uh, and, and seeing and hearing. And uh, on that, the surprise album is a track he did for the Venom song called Venom. Yeah, this this is uh, kind of strange because I didn't really keep up with all the news coming out, and I thought he kind of pulled a Kendrick uh, Lamar where he did the whole album kind of like he did with Black Panther. But no, I guess it's just one single Venom track that's kind of – it looks like it's almost like tacked on. It's like the last track of his new album. So I don't know if like Sony like paid him to make a Venom track and put it on his album or what the deal was. I don't know if like uh, Marshall Mathers is somehow attached to some sort of like Sony music group and maybe they got some pull there. But listen to the song a little bit. Seems like a uh, it seems like an Eminem type of song. I don't, I'm it's not a big uh, – It's kind of an angry song. Yeah, it's not like I'm not like a, a like an Eminem hater or anything. I just I just don't know a whole lot about uh, like Eminem's like sensibilities and how he's changed and evolved over time. But you know, it seemed like a pretty entertaining track from what I heard. So I'm kind of curious: are they making a bigger push for like a Venom soundtrack in general, or are we going to have like other artists who have done songs for the? It, this it's it's always weird when I hear a soundtrack. I'm always curious: oh, is this song going to be in the movie when Tom Hardy's doing something cool, or is this going to be the song? you hear when the credits start rolling it's gonna be a credit that's song u- i guarantee that's it's a credit usually, song. that's usually what it is <laughs> remember remember the time they played that foo fighters song learning to walk over the end of the first thor movie and you're like what the hell's going on here oh yeah i remember that <laughs> yeah uh the one I, I remember the most i enjoyed was uh left hand free over uh, civil war the the alt j song because that was the spider-man song that was playing oh right. yeah i remember that yeah too. that's a good one so that's it we, we end with some venom soundtrack news from eminem eminem and so, uh, anyway, Mike, people want to know what you're up to this week on your short work week. Thankfully, where can they find you at? Well, they can find me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram, and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Uh, Chris, if people want to keep up with you, see what you're doing this week, where can they find you? Uh, find me on Twitter at Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, or Instagram Valdan87. I think also my Twitch is Valdan87, Mike, so you can hey, – anyone who wants go. to go over there, subscribe. Go ahead and give me a follow so you can get notifications. You can watch it on your phone, on your browser, on your computer, anywhere you want to. Uh, I'm going to be streaming. And uh, head over to ComicUI if you want to know more or SuperheroSlate.com. Every week we're here doing the show. If people want to know more about our show and some of our other stuff we do, where can people find that at? Well, as always, please visit superhero slate talk, superhero <laughs> slate dot com. It's the holiday weekend. Yeah, I'm ready to wrap this up. We're doing this. We're doing this. 
in the middle uh, of and, the day. And so. that's uh, that's you can find out all the places that we host our little podcast, and you can get our awesome show notes. So if you want to check out a picture of Joaquin Phoenix pulling up his pants, skinny <laughs> Joaquin that, Phoenix. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, yeah. can find that at superheroslate.com. Uh, He's on the paleo. Uh, and you, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. If you want to listen to us anywhere else, just reach out to us, and we can listen to our podcast anywhere. If it exists, we'll, we'll submit the RSS feed. That's right. Uh, you, can, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and you can get merch at SuperHeroSlate.com slash store. Uh, if you're a fan of the show, we love hearing from you. Reach out, uh, communicate with us, drop us a comment on YouTube, uh, send us a tweet. Let me know if I'm tweeting any more wrong dates out there, because I don't know what the heck I'm doing out there on the internet these days. Uh, so uh, we love hearing from you, and if you want to be a super fan of the podcast, all you got to do is share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and we will be here every week. And a special shout out to all of our winners this week who yep. won the Infinity War Blu-ray, the Thanos Pop, the Deadpool uh, Q-Fig. Uh, Chris will be reaching out to you to, I assume, yes. get your uh, get your addresses. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I can't um, I can't imagine how else he's going to get this stuff to you. Yeah, I've got your emails. Uh, I think I know one person. I know Jacob outside of this, so I, I can I can Facebook message him. But uh, anyway, um, also speaking of merch, me and my wife are both wearing Super Slate shirts today, and somebody noticed because it was on accident. So. Heck yeah, heck yeah. And also, uh, Iron Fist comes out Friday. Uh, we totally didn't talk about that. but oh, Iron I, Fist I Season think... 2 comes out Friday. I got Spider-Man uh, to look forward to, so that's going to be on the back burner. For <laughs> yeah, that's going to be, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, at least Scott Buck is gone. Yeah. So that's all I can say. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping some early reviews come in positive. So we'll, we'll probably be touching on uh, what people think of that next week a little bit. So uh, until then, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Adios. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. It only lives once.